Welcome. This is Win and Tonic. I am your host, Andrew Thomas, and this is Season 2, Episode 10, Why We Don't Change. Alright folks, how we doing? It's really, really good to be back on recording what is going to be, and I'm putting it out there for accountability, is going to be the last episode of Season 2. Okay, so I'm going to wrap Season 2 up with this episode, and Season 3 will hopefully start ASAP, and Season 3 is going to be all about interviews. Season 2 was meant to be interviews, never got around to it, which I'm going to discuss in this episode about change, and why I didn't do it, and why it never happened, but I'm committing to make sure that Season 3 is just all interviews and I'm going to be going out there trying to interview some different people not necessarily from the property industry from other industries high performance people and people that we can all learn from and share they can share their stories and lessons with so I'm very excited to get doing it I've been very busy sort of building a network of people around me who operate in various different sectors and so I'm looking forward to getting a few of them on the show. But anyway, I digress. Season 2, episode 10. Why we don't change. Okay, so I wanted to do this one. This is one that's been on my radar to do. And I, I'm, 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 I'm liking that it is wrapping up season 2 with this episode. So, change is something that we get spoken about a lot. Especially in what I do. Or certainly in one of the the areas that I cover, certainly within Blue Oak, with the mentoring, the coaching, you know, I sit down and talk to a lot of people about their goals, and usually it stems from the that need for change. Usually stems from once we strip back and do their goal, you know, get into their goals. And I know it's a big, big topic, this change, like comfort zones. And it's, you know, it's a big, 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 scurry topic for a lot of people. So, and I think what it is, is once, once you know how to set a goal, and I mean properly, not just writing it down, I want X amount a month. I mean really stripping it back to the absolute pounds and pence of, what you need to be bringing in a month and what that will mean once that's coming in what will that what lifestyle will that fund what will that will free you up to do or if you're trying to go off and do something set up a charity dig wells be a philanthropist can't say that word and you know whatever it is once you strip it back and i do this with a lot of people it's like oh shit that's a lot of work that's gonna mean that i'm gonna have to change everything that i've been doing and i'm like yeah no shit sherlock absolutely and i think that really shocks people because when you strip it back and they're like okay i want to be earning ten thousand pound a month from my portfolio I'm like okay let's look at that and we look at the demographic of where they're investing the average house prices what they're looking to do usually single let's hmos maybe a bit of commercial in there and we start looking at what ten thousand pounds a month looks like 
broken down as an average per property. So then you work out what the average purchase pricing is within their patch. You work out what the deposit would be based on average purchase price, likely refurb costs, legal stamp, etc. You break that down and then you have these sort of these different goals within that one goal. It's the number of properties they actually have to accumulate what they look like, the amount of money they're going to require, and then it's the amount of money they have to raise, because usually they haven't got that money. They're like, well, where are you going to get that money from? So you have to go out and do that. So then you strip it back, say, okay, and then you take it a step back. Okay, well, roughly, you know, you need to, you know, how many, how much marketing are you going to have to do to produce enough leads and to get those leads that turn into potential viewings and of the viewings that you go on, negotiate down into making an offer and of the offers made turn into a successful sale that goes towards your your goal. And it's that level of work. It's like, so, you know, when I stripped that down, I was like, yeah, you're going to have to be sending out, you know, 250 letters a month. You're probably going to have to be running a Facebook ad between 350 and £500 a month. If you need to know how to do that, you're probably going to have to have 20 bandit boards up, three van wraps, speaking to half a dozen agents a week checking in with them going on x amount of viewings and it's like I, I, I haven't got time to do that i haven't got time well, okay so then you look at so okay well what are you doing at the moment how often are you sleeping i'm getting eight hours a night and okay and then what are you working well, working this okay so you're sleeping for eight hours you're working for eight hours what about the other eight hours what are you doing um xyz and it's just it's the, and it's in that bit of detail that people crumble. They're like, well, I can't give that up. I can't give up that time with that person. Or I have to watch TV with the missus on a Friday night. Or I have to do that or see my mates or etc. I have to keep up with the latest box set. It's that is where the uncomfortable bit starts. Like getting up an hour earlier. What? Mental. Staying up an hour later crazier but it's it's and i'm not here to promote lack of sleep you know i know there's a lot of people out there that champion sleep and it is something that is something that's very important to me i can operate on or i i do seem to operate okay really well on little sleep i very nearly yawned <laughs> i was saying that i thought god yawn i just had to suppress a yawn as i was saying that it is, what time is it? It is 10 past 8 on a Sunday night. I have been working since 7 o'clock this morning. So, <laughs> so, but I do seem to operate on less sleep. Now, it's not that I know I can't continually just live on four hours sleep. Eventually, that's going to catch up with me. And when it catches up with me, I let it catch up with me naturally. But I will put my foot down and do what's required for as long as I possibly can. But I will listen to my body. I never push myself to exhaustion. And never to the point where I'm in risk of making myself ill. I listen to my body. And I make sure that I get the rest required. I make sure that I'm eating right. Especially if I'm in one of those zones where I'm like, right, you know, I'm up till midnight and I'm up at half four. I'm making sure that my nutrition and my diet is on. Like I'm drinking water, I'm getting my greens. I don't drink, which is great anymore. I drink occasionally now. I did what's teetotal, but I know for a fact I will have one or two drinks this year. So 
I haven't got that burden. I'll be training. I'll make sure I'm training because I know that gives me energy. It keeps me fitter and I'm able to just push harder for longer. So I'm very comfortable with change because I know what it takes. I know that if I hadn't taken the steps to change, I would have been in a completely different place than where I am now. So I am, I've been to the other side and seen what it takes and I know that there is success on the other side of change. But it's just, it's where I see I see so many people crumble. Like they'll do, some people are just like, nah, fuck that, that not, I'm not willing to give up that time doing that. Some people are just like, okay, I'll explore it. And they push on, but then they just don't do it. They, they just do it for a week or a month or a couple of months. And it's just like, you told me you wanted £10,000 a month from a portfolio. That isn't going to happen with a part-time work ethic. You could do it, you could do it, but you'd have to be switched on, dialed on. If you're not gonna put in the hours, you're gonna have to make do with the, you know, make the most of the hours that you are allocating to it and make sure that, you better make sure that every bit of content, marketing, conversation you have, viewing you go on, direct to vendor negotiation you do is absolutely pristine and increases your chance. You've got a higher hit rate, a higher closing rate. But a lot of the time it's, People just need to put in the reps and it's that, I think it's that a lot of people, I think, I honestly just think a lot of people are scared of hard work. I think they're still looking for this inside track that doesn't exist in property, it doesn't. There's wins, there's big wins along the way, but real long-term sustainable wealth, and I'm talking about wealth, that comes, that's a different animal. That's a different animal than just earning a couple of quid off a deal, off a flip, and getting you through the next couple of months. I'm talking about long-term sustainable wealth. It takes discipline. It takes discipline. And it takes sacrifice. It is, and it's not pretty. But it's it's that old sort of saying, you know, are you willing to live, you know, six months, 12 months, three years, like others won't so you'll live like they can't and I've done this a few times in my life and it it really does deliver results it's hard make no bones about it I am not here selling ease I'm not here selling anything truth be told what I'm telling you is that I, I have to keep it real with you people it's fucking tough but every single goal I've, I'm yet to meet anyone who's given me a goal that I have been like, that's not achievable. It's absent. No one's ever come to me and blown my socks off with a goal. Like, not even a little bit. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's achievable. Mostly because either I've personally achieved it myself with a, a monthly, you know, income amount or set number of houses or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or I know for damn sure that there's someone out there doing it. So why can't this person do it? They won't do it because they're not willing to make the sacrifices that the other person made to get it. So they stay where they are with a freaking what the fuck face on them, not doing anything. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. You are not weeks, months or years away from your goal. You are a set number of steps. That's it. You've just got to be willing to take the steps with purpose. Do them consistently and for an extended period of time. You can't just send 150 letters out and say, oh, well, that didn't fucking work. 
or run Facebook ads for one month and be like, ah, doesn't work this. It's all bullshit. That lad doesn't know what he's talking about. You have to stick it to I do not have the money I've spent on marketing. Do you know how much money I spent on marketing that didn't work? Just to find out what did work. The hours I put into studying. I know there's a lot of people aren't willing to do it. And it's not a question of resources or money. If you believe in something so much and you know you're going to get the results, you can get the money to do And you can ask someone to lend you money, a marketing budget. Could you lend me £3,000 for this year? I'm going to run Facebook ads. I'm going to use it to pay for Facebook ads. The Facebook ads are hopefully going to bring me in between 20 to 40 leads a month for the next 12 months. I only need one of those deals to come off and I'll be able to pay you money back. Who couldn't have that conversation with a family, friend, or investor? Of course you could. Of course you could. I've just told you how to do it. You don't do it over a pint and a packet of crisps at the pub. You present it to them professionally in the right way. And you borrow. People trying to borrow money for deals, great. Why do you borrow money for a marketing budget? Why do you borrow money to invest in your own self-development? To be fair, someone actually did approach me recently and asked if I would lend them money to go on a training course. Now, I declined because I declined. So, think about that. Think about that. There's a tip in there. So, there is fear of change. I get it. You know, there's fear of having to change your routine it's it's really uncomfortable it's like it's like oh making you squirm in your seat uncomfortable i just want to relax on a friday saturday sunday i just want to relax. i don't have to work okay well you're not ready you're not ready for that goal that goal you told me you want you're not ready for it choose a smaller goal because you're not ready you're not even willing take the steps to become the person that is gonna be achieving that goal you're not there yet choose a smaller goal you don't have to do that though you just gotta commit and by commit i mean commit not for a week or a month or a couple of months sometimes not even a year or two years long extended periods of time people Commit. You've got to have a whatever it fucking takes mentality. You've got to. And I promise you, if you make that commitment to yourself and to your goals, and you hold the course, you will get there. You have to have a dash of intelligence into knowing where to put your efforts. But what you'll find is, at least if you're doing something, even a mile in the wrong direction is still progress. The only thing you'll learn is how not to do it. Okay, well, you fucking trap that, but it's better than standing still and doing nothing. At least you're trying. But I know, I get it. Dropping what you're used to, I get it. Other people, family, friends, seeing you change and seeing the change in you, they start questioning it or not liking it. It's hilarious to me this one because the family and friends sort of oh you've changed or what you're doing or I don't understand it it's like 
not one single person. All my friends, yeah, checked in on me when I stopped drinking. When I made active steps to improve my lifestyle, my friends were genuinely concerned about me genuinely concerned they thought something was wrong what's up with Andy they literally could not get their head around the fact that I just did not want to drink anymore I did not want to be the court jester in the middle of the room they, they just could not fathom it there was there was like concern on a serious level with a lot of friends almost like to the point where I think they were going to step in like an intervention now normally interventions you take them somewhere somewhere because they're going off the rails. I think they were going to have an intervention and take me and put me, you know, back on the rails. They were going to take, just wanted to take me out and get me drinking again. They just could not get their head around the fact that I was happier, a happier person not drinking. I was a better person not drinking. I was a better friend not drinking. I just wasn't going to be doing laps of the kitchen island, going through the alphabet five times over, chin in gin. The wee small hours. I just sorry. This that guy doesn't achieve the goals. Sacrifice. That guy was not going to achieve the goals I was chasing. Sacrifice. Massive, massive sacrifice. Lost friends because of it. But they're not going to hit my goal for me. So they've got to go. They had to go. <sighs> Scary shit, people. But you know when I like set up, you know when I joined Blue Oak or start a new business, no one's checking in on me then. No one's checking in on me. Are you okay? I have to do something, you know, when it's when it's like making them feel uncomfortable. They want to check on me. That's real talk, by the way, guys. There is real, real lessons in that. Please, if anyone's having struggle with that, push through it. Push through it. It's worth it. There is victory on the other side, believe me. Yeah. And then one of I think one of the other things would change is obviously it's it's not seeing instant results. This 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 lies in with the consistency and, and sticking with it for extended periods of time. You've got to do that. Have to. It doesn't happen overnight. We're talking about the property industry. You know, I've been in it for 16 years now, not 15. I've crept into my 16th year and there's no no inside track, no shortcut, no silver bullet, no overnight success. It is, it's a slog. I'm now in the middle of trying to achieve the next level of my, what I perceive to be my own personal success. And I, I know I'm right at the beginning of it and I am in, I am in, I'm in, I'm committed. More sacrifice is gonna be required. Why? that's what I choose that's it's just simply what I choose make no mistake about it no mistake about it right now at the time of recording this I am in the toughest spot I believe I've been in in recent memory in my adult life the stuff I've got going on it's tough I am in a really tough spot right now and it's hard to talk about and I'm not going to do it on here or maybe not ever 
those of you that knows, know me well and know me close will know, will understand what it is that I'm going through. And believe me, it is not pleasant. It's not pleasant. So, but I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep showing up for myself. I'm going to keep showing up for my kids. Sorry, that is Archie snoring in the background. Thanks, Archie. Perfect timing. I'm going to keep showing up for you guys because I'm going to keep documenting this journey and I'm going to do it, keep doing it in an effort to inspire you guys. Don't be listening to this thinking Andy T's got his shit all together. Far from it, people. Far fucking from it. Okay? But what I have got together is my belief in my own abilities and my commitment to my goals. That's what I've got all together. But don't for second one thing, don't for one second think, look at me and think, oh God, he's got it easy. I have not got it easy. I've never had it easy. And right now, I have got it incredibly, incredibly tough. All the money in the world doesn't solve this one. Okay? But I'm going to keep doing this. While there is breath in my fucking lungs, I am going to keep doing this because I want, if I help one person that listens to this get them through something, then it's worth it. And if this episode has helped you, drop me a message. Drop me a private message saying, T, just listen to episode 10. Thank you. I'll be like, cool. I got you. I got you, boo. So that's it. So, folks, I'm going to wrap up there. So, that is the final episode of season two. I have thoroughly enjoyed season two. I feel like I have grown so much as a person, as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, and it's been a pleasure sharing the those last 10 episodes with you. I hope they have helped. I cannot thank you all from the bottom of my heart for the support that you guys show, for the message that you send me, for the love, for the ongoing support, for this channel, the way it's growing. It's honestly humbled doesn't even come close and I just feel so lucky that I'm living in a time where I can just be sat here at home with my phone out press record and just get my message out to so many people and because helping people is one of my whys it's one of my driving forces and the fact I get to do this with my voice and by sharing my experiences is I can't tell you the, uh, the the joy, and I take this I take this role, even though it's one I've assigned to myself, very very seriously. I really really do. So, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Season three is inbound, and it's going to be interviews. I'm probably going to double it up and throw them on my YouTube channel as well. But there's going to be some good interviews in there, and I cannot wait to deliver this. I feel like it's the right time to do it. So. I'm really excited. So that's it, folks. That's all she wrote for season two. This is Win and Tonic. I am your host, Andrew Thomas. This has been season two, episode 10, Why We Don't Change. And that's a wrap on season two. See you all soon. Nothing but love.